Hey friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Well, hi, everybody. I am sitting here in my home office today, freezing my tushy off. Winter has officially arrived in Wisconsin. And while my happy place really involves sitting under a cozy blankie in front of the fireplace, you know, with a travel mug of tea on one side, a good book in my hand, or maybe watching a Christmas movie, or just playing a round of wordscapes on my phone, I'm kind of an addict. So my life, probably like yours, it doesn't really allow for that kind of cozy downtime on a regular basis. A couple weeks ago, my husband and our younger daughter and I, we bundled up to brave the cold to watch the downtown Appleton Christmas Parade, which is actually one of the largest nighttime parades in the Midwest, I found out. But our older daughter was marching with her high school band, so that was great fun, right? I couldn't be at home in front of the fireplace, but loved to cheer her on. So it was cold, but it was fun. And tonight, for example, we're going to the boys' basketball game at the high school to watch our daughter in the pep band. So again, I have to leave the house at cozy blankie time when it's dark and it's chilly, but it's all good. I love supporting the band. I love supporting the school sports teams. And then on a daily basis, I get to do things like, you know, take my dogs for a walk in the freezing cold. And so do you see where I'm going with this? In December in the frozen tundra here in Wisconsin, my sweet spot might be in front of the fireplace, but I don't get to linger there as much as I want to because life requires pushing beyond my safety zone. And life is good even then, right? I'm grateful for parades and pep band and Horse riding lessons in an unheated barn. Yep, that happens every Thursday. These are all blessings. Just chilly blessings this time of year. And it got me thinking about sweet spots and comfort zones. We have them in our personal lives. Mine is in front of the fireplace. But we have them in our work, too. My sweet spot in work is writing and sales funnels, which you would think might be two opposite ends of the spectrum. One is highly creative and the other is highly technical. Yet I truly believe the best writers also have a firm grasp on the technical aspects of writing and the best digital marketers have a deep capacity for creativity. So they do kind of work together in a lot of ways, but those are my sweet spots. So tell me, what is your sweet spot? If you got into ministry or online business because you love to write or speak or teach or create, then I'm guessing your sweet spot is just that. Writing, speaking, teaching, podcasting, building content, the creative work of encouraging others. So why is it then that running a successful online business seems to require us to do so many things beyond our comfy little sweet spot? One of my customers put it this way, Frankly, I wish I could just hire a website designer and someone to manage social media and my advertising while I just happily focus on creating digital products and blogging. But that's simply unattainable right now. I hear that for sure. This customer just described the state in which so many communicators and creators live. We need to create the products so we have something to sell. 
but we also need the website and the sales funnels to promote the products so that we actually can get an income from them as intended. Yet before the sales are rolling in, it is tough to afford hiring someone else to help with all the aspects of business that exist outside of our sweet spot, whether that's design or marketing or technology, you name it. So we end up thinking we need to do it all ourselves. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? As a content creator and as a coach who's been on this road a long time now, I recommend answering that question with another question. What one product or strategy can you implement right now using what you already have to start making money? What one product or strategy can you implement right now using what you already have to start making money? So let's look at the factors. Here's what I hear from a lot of people, starting points that they think they need to look at. The first one is a pretty business website. I have a lot of content creators in my circle who will come to me starting from ground zero asking if what they need is a website. My answer is always yes, you do need a website, but maybe not right away. Especially if building that website is going to cost you a lot of time and a lot of money because websites in themselves do not earn money. So hang with me for a minute and I'll explain more. Secondly, what I hear is page visitors. I need more page views. Page visitors are nice, but they also do not make money in themselves, at least not right away. Often, page views are just a vanity metric. A lot of creators and bloggers especially can get hung up on page views because that used to be a measure of success, especially when running ads on your blog was a primary way of earning income. It is no longer the most effective way or even the most popular way to generate income. So unless you've been blogging a long time and you already have thousands of page views a day, starting with an ads network strategy, a page view strategy, is not going to earn you income the fastest. And finally, I often hear content creators say, I want to get on the digital products train. I know that they can be profitable. And that's great because they can be. That's what I'm here for. But they get caught up in thinking they need multiple online courses or a big library of products. And most of us don't have the time or the bandwidth to launch all of these at the same time, or at least not well. So this is an area where I see a lot of content creators get stuck because they have so many ideas for what they could sell. They either can't choose or they put the cart before the horse and they start building a plan for creating these several multiple products at once. Because again, they know digital products are where it's at, and I wholeheartedly agree. But trying to build multiple products from the start is only going to slow you down. Now, if you want some more insight on how to choose what to create when you've got too many ideas and you just don't know how to pinpoint the right product for you and for your audience, then check out episode number eight of this podcast. It's titled How to Choose Which Digital Products to Sell Online for content creators who have lots of ideas and don't know where to focus. I'll have a link to that also down below in the episode notes. So if you're just starting out, or if you've been at this content creating business for a while and you need to make an income stat, don't worry about a website yet. Don't worry about the traffic to a website yet. And don't start flipping out about having to create a whole series of products. What you need first is one sales page, for one product. One web page, not a whole website. One product, not a whole library. 
Then focus your efforts on directing all your traffic to that one sales page and focus on selling that one product really well. And then your traffic becomes not about page views, it becomes about sales. And that's where the money comes in. So again, looking at this big picture, your sweet spot is in creating stuff, but you need an income. So do you need to start with creating a beautiful website? No. Do you need to start with growing your page visitors? No. Do you need to start with a whole library of products? No. You want to start with one sales page for one product. Now, once you've created that one sales page and you're focusing on selling that one product, you can add an upsell an upsell to a second product as a next step in expanding your offering, but don't get ahead of yourself or stand in this sea of all the things before you need to. You need one flagship product with one killer sales page that converts. I am living proof that this works. When the Inspired Business started, we were originally operating under the name Ministry to Business, and I was in business with three other partners, and my partners and I did not consider ourselves a business. We were friends, we were fellow writers and content creators and business people. We thought of ourselves as a product. We came together to create a product. We were focused in the beginning only on creating and selling the Ministry to Business Guide, which is now called the Inspired Business Guide Bundle. Our brand website, which is now the inspiredbusiness.co, that wasn't even built yet. We didn't even think about building a brand website until we had been in business for several months and we'd already sold a couple thousand copies of our product. People saw instead of a website, they saw one sales page for our product and they made their buying decisions off of that one page alone. So how did we get people to look at our sales page? Two ways, affiliates and social media ads. Those were the two strategies that we used primarily, and they're still the same two strategies that I lean on for getting more eyes on my funnels and therefore more sales in my pocket. Now, since that first product, we've since added many more products like our membership group, The Funnel Club. We also sell a bundle of Canva templates, which we often include as a bump offer to our other checkout pages. And then we continue working on creating even more products and services like one-on-one coaching, Custom build services where we actually build products or online courses and sales pages and sales funnels for our clients. I love working closely with other content creators on those types of projects. But our social ad strategy and our affiliate marketing efforts are still tied solely to getting eyes on a single sales page for a single flagship product. And right now, that single flagship product, it's no longer the Inspire Business Guide bundle the old ministry to business guide. Right now, what I'm focusing on is our funnel club membership. That's the product that we're focused on growing primarily through one sales page. And then that sales page is the entry point for all the rest of the stuff that we have to offer. So if you want to make digital product sales and marketing work for you, do this one thing. Choose a flagship product, one product. Build a sales page for that product one sales page, and then create a sales funnel through which to promote and sell that one product. Now, a sales funnel simply means you add a checkout page and then a thank you page and then an email series to your sales page. This is what we teach inside of the Funnel Club. And then your job becomes finding people to see your sales page and serving them well when they buy from your sales page. 
And they will buy. If you've taken deliberate steps to create the right product for the right audience for the right reasons, then sales will start rolling in. And once that happens, then you can set aside money to pay for your website redesign and other needs. But start with what makes money and what makes sense for you and your audience. Don't worry about a website. Don't worry about those page views. Don't worry about a library of products. Start your profitable online business with one product and one sales page. I've got some links to some more resources on this topic in today's episode notes. So thanks for being here with me, friends. Thanks for tuning in with me. And God bless the work of your hearts and your hands. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the Inspired Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if it spoke to your heart in some way, would you take a screenshot of it and post it to your socials or email it to a friend? The best way that we can help more Christian voices reach the world with their content is by working together to share God-honoring tips and advice, which is what I aim to do here on this podcast. So thank you for spreading the word and for walking alongside me on this Inspired Business journey. God bless you and your household. I'll see you next time.